0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Jock and Journo Show. It is round 23, finals just around the corner. Jake Clark, Scotty Pendlebury, Braden Cox here to talk about lots of big footy news that's uh, going around and the big McGregor-Mayweather fight. Scotty, you come in here today, mate, um, with a Team Notorious white shirt on, clearly showing your support for um, your man McGregor. Don't tell me you think this guy is going to win. No, I, I don't
1: think he's going to win, but... I've loved the build-up. It's been marketed brilliantly. Um, everyone now actually thinks that he's a He's a chance, and you're telling me I'm a chance. I'm not. A, I'm not a punter, but I think he's like three dollars fifty, and Mayweather's like a dollar thirty or dollar forty. It's like looks like value to me. The dollar for Mayweather, f- yes, yeah. Um, and it's interesting. Mayweather's just reading before on Bleacher Report. He's considering betting five million on himself to win. Wowee! So. He's obviously confident in his abilities. He's 49-0 and zero and he's fighting a guy who's nil-nil. But for some reason, there's something about McGregor that they call him Mystic Mac for a reason. Know, he's th- predicted things. like there's, They showed on it was like, is it Conan O'Brien? That three years ago he was talking about what he'd do if he fought Mayweather. And they played it to him. And it's exactly like what he said the whole build-up. He said it three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, he's done it all the time in MMA. He's told like, opponents, I'll knock you out with this shot, this round. And, and does and that's it So I mean. Yeah I've enjoyed the build up um, Obviously we Have our last game On Saturday So we're all
0: Going to get together As a group And, and so go watch the fight All the Collingwood boys Are going to watch it together Yeah, yeah. Whose, whose place Are you going to ransack um,
1: Trying to ransack Jeremy Howe's place But Good. See what happens. What sort of setups you got, Harry? Well, actually, it's funny. I t- texted the other night and said, "Mate, can you send me a photo of the of the lounge room because I need to reserve my spot." So, <laughs> and as yeah. captain,
0: you get sort of shotgun rights. no well, I said
1: I'll bring him a gift if he reserves a spot for me. So, Good. yeah, I've got to buy my own spot. What but kind I'm, of gift are you going to buy? I'll bring him a housewarming gift. He's got a new house, so well, um, housewarming um, gifts. But yeah, I can't I can't wait. It's it's going to be the biggest sporting. Well, the, biggest boxing or fighting event ever mm. it's on record it's on sorry it's on pace to break all the records so Mayweather Pacquiao was the last big one and that was a fizzer so Mayweather says he's going to come out and McGregor says he's going to walk forward and we'll see who takes the first backward step so I'm is looking that
0: forward se- to it is that essentially your mad Monday is it a mad Sunday um no nah, not, not really silly
1: Sunday <laughs> silly Sunday <laughs> no nah, it's just oh it's yeah it's obviously disappointing that we're not going to be going any further but still get together and It's not like we haven't worked hard or or put in, we just haven't got the results, so
0: get together, have a few beers and and watch the fight as a group. Sounds good. Coco, what are you going to do, mate? How are you going to celebrate this big fight event? I can see you're very excited about it.
2: I am. uh, Me and Gil, you know, we're best friends, so I'm going to have Gil around to my place and we're going to watch it on the... McLaughlin. (laughs) Yeah. I told you earlier in the year we're best friends, so... Uh. No, I'm going to have the uh, fight at my place on the the projector, Mm -hmm. uh, just get it going, so... Should be interesting. I did see that Mayweather actually reckons he's going to fight this fight, not just run around, but what what do you think the the tactic is? Uh, McGregor obviously has to go forward and that kind of plays right into Mayweather's game.
1: Well, Mayweather's a counter puncher as everyone knows and likes to sit back and pick you off and make you miss and whatever but i just don't the obvious one is mcgregor can't try and go out there and outbox him he's not going to dance around and try and win on points yeah, exactly. he's got to go forward and rough him up so um marcus Maidana had the blueprint almost for i think what conor mcgregor is going to try and do throw lots of punches hit him in the body hit him with elbows shoulders whatever you can and take, just rough him up he's also McGregor's going to be physically the bigger guy
0: so I'd, yep. like, I reckon it's going to be quite a dirty fight. If Lots best, of, like, pushing and... If the best boxers in the world haven't been able to hit Floyd Mayweather over his whole career, yeah. there's no way some bloke with his L-plates on is going to get anywhere near him. Yeah, well, that's what everyone thinks. But for some reason, all
1: of a sudden, everyone thinks that Marketing. he's a chance. So, well, one, what, the one thing, it's not like, though, it's, he's got his L-plates on, but it's not like he doesn't understand, like, distance and how to punch someone or where to hit them. Like yep. he, It's just a different... Like, he has he's a master across all
0: disciplines. Now he's just focusing on one, hmm. so I don't know. It's interesting. It will be interesting. Hey, let's talk about the footy. In fact, can we get? Let's. There's an elephant in the room. Um, last night, oh, uh, I can't see one. <laughs> <is there>? it's a one. It's actually just me. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, the, don't be like that. Too,
0: some too. of the media, I think it was Channel Seven, filmed um, part of uh, Collingwood's review findings presentation um, through the window, and it has blown up uh, today. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been findings, would it? Well, it was a yeah, um, it, it was a presentation of, yeah, about presentation. So it's not probably that led the discussion. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about this, Scott? Is this dirty play on behalf of the media, or should the pies should have just uh, lowered the blinds? Because I sort of think it just lowered the blinds. a yeah, hundred million dollar organisation pull down the blinds, people. Yeah, we've had the salary cap restriction, so the blinds mightn't work. <laughs> That's
2: next year. We're putting them in the cap next year. All um, right. Oh, it's probably a little bit of both.
1: Not ideal. Pull the blinds down, but. Yep. Like why have you got a camera just sitting there on our projector for? It's Collingwood, mate. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, it's a. I woke up to hearing about it on the drive in, and yeah, it's blown up. But as I said, I don't think there was there was no decisions made last night, from my understanding. It yeah. was all a bit of fact finding, and yep. this is just what is and Chewing the as, fat. as the Prez said on uh, Triple M this morning, it wasn't like everything that went up there. I don't think people would be surprised if they slow it down and try and read it. No, but we had poor kicking skills. That's oh really? yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but, yeah, it's a little bit of dirty play
0: and also probably a little bit of stupidity on our behalf. Mm. I think – I reckon from a media perspective, if you had a really good relationship with the club or with Eddie or whatever, you'd want to – I would sort of feel obliged to ring him up and sort of say, look, we've got this vision, you know, what do you think – And if you have got that relationship and you know it's going to impact that relationship, I reckon you'd be less inclined to run it. But if you don't have that relationship, you don't care. You got nothing to lose, so you may as well run it.
1: Yeah, but you know it's like
2: it's now that it's out there, it's going to be talked about for until Friday night footy rolls around. Steve-O would have gone through it, Channel Seven, if he reported on it at six thirty, and the best he came out with was, "We're going to focus on goal kicking," which which list management probably not the biggest revelation. But when you're doing a review of your whole club. You can really, from
1: a media's point of view, you could say oh, and the Pies spoke about last night their medical. Well, yep.
0: Yeah, of course. We're well, going to speak about everything. Yeah, spoke about their media department. Well, Obviously, we're gonna, it's the whole review of yeah. Football Club. I think from a Collingwood <laughs> fan's perspective, you're pretty happy that uh, the Pies are doing a deep dive analysis into what may have gone wrong this season and in years previous. So on a serious note, Scotty, we do laugh about that because it is a bit of a media fodder, but um, on a serious note, have you had your input into the, the review? Uh, I've had a brief chat yeah, with had that go. key people. With Eduardo, just setting straight Um, on a few things.
1: No, it's like everyone. I suppose you go in and you've got your views, and I suppose as captain, represent the players' voice a little bit, and um, you know, it's not just me walking in there thinking, "This is what I'd love to see change," or (laughs) Conor McGregor walk. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so it's obviously having a chat with um, you know our leadership group, our extended leadership group that we've got, and really we're trying to think of ways that how can we get better as a leadership group and how can we take more control over the place and um, how can we get this club back to finals and not just finals but flags. So, yep. you know, we've got an eye to the future and trying to think of ways we can do it better and
0: um, yeah, that was the basis of the brief chats I've had. Um, and you're expecting Nathan Buckley to stay?
1: Um, yeah, I've said it all along that I, th- that I my personal um, view is that I'd like to see him stay but, yep. um, you know, we've got the right person in Walshie um, running the show Running the show So Yep um, One of his great sayings is Let the baker bake the bread <laughs> So <laughs> we'll do that Are you reckon you're far away? My well, last question on this Like uh, do you think that No we're not We're not far away and But we're also Like every club You're not far away But you're a mile away Yeah And that's the beauty of footy Is um, The chases, mm. Most of the fun So <laughs> It starts again um, Next year for it, us That Yeah get on the on the bike and go after it again.
0: Oh, it would be interesting. Um, you know, just from my perspective, depending on what happens in the trade period, obviously, but where is Collingwood going to finish next year? You know, it, 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 I could understand why he'd have him fourth or fifth, and I can understand why he'd have him 14th. Like, there's just been such a big variance, yeah. such a big gap in... I think that's the beauty of the comp at the moment, too. You know, you can't really
1: pick where sides are going to be. You know, like Richmond, for example, this year shot yep, up. The Bulldogs yep. have dropped down a little bit. West coast have sort of middled out a little bit and Melbourne shot up a bit Essendon who were complete unknown this year so I think that's the the beauty of it is you know like we've we've been really competitive in games and I think, I think that's the
0: lowest losing margin yeah
1: yeah I think Sydney's got us by half a point okay. I think they're like 18 and a half we're 19 so yeah, you yeah. think um yeah, but we're so but there's one thing to be close and then there's another thing to actually seal the deal. So that's what we've got to get better at is yep. not we don't want to just win the game by a point. We want to win by, you know, 20, 30 points every week. So mm-hmm. um but yeah,
0: we've been competitive and you know, we've we still got a lot of work to do though. Um I went through the uh Crystal Ball predictions, the Herald Sun preseason magazine, and here, twenty of us um had our ladder predictions yeah. and I think only three people had Collingwood in their top eight, but everyone, twenty out of twenty had Bulldogs in the eight. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like they uh, might miss. We're gonna to get to our finals predictions um in one second.
2: So you said, Jade, that you could see Collingwood finishing anywhere between you throw fourth and fourteen. Do you reckon that's fair?
0: Or not? Uh, no.
2: Is that I've, your yeah. range? Yeah, I think I
1: think we could Is next year we could finish as you said, I, like, you know. I don't know where the ceiling is, but I don't know where the basement is either. Yeah. Well, you, nearly so, rolled, you nearly rolled GWS.
0: Back at well, like,
1: the start of the year, we completely dominated a game against the Bulldogs, but kicked poorly. Kicked poorly against St Kilda. Gave up leads against Melbourne, GWS. Totally changed your forward line. Yeah, so we've, yeah, we've been there about. So I think the guys have got confidence. But as I said, it's
2: one thing to to get close. It's another thing to start winning. But are you saying that between 4 and 14th is... Does that all hinge on trades? Does it, the drafts? No, 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 that's that's a part of it. I think there's um some holes,
0: and there's not doesn't all just revolve around big blokes either. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, there was a an execution thing clearly early in the season, and probably you know, and a consistency and ball movement is interesting for me because when I watch Collingwood, I reckon, and like this is a very external view, but when I see Collingwood play. With quick ball movement I think they look dangerous When I think The club is The team is slow Chip-chip I think that's when They can make mistakes But in saying that That's how you Nearly beat Sydney And that's how you Ch- Did beat Sydney Did beat Sydney Scrabby And did beat along Yeah um, we've, we've, with we've sort um, of won
1: We've won games Differently a few times, like that game against Sydney, was like high possession, yeah. probably similar to how Hawthorne played them in the past, like yeah. keep the ball off them. And, yeah. But even in that game, I think we had like 21 inside 50s to two in the first quarter, but we only kicked four goals, so we yeah. didn't capitalise enough. And, yeah. um, you know, on the weekend, we had quite a young side in that, very young, yeah. you know, and we jumped out to a six goal head start, and everyone's like, oh, the ball movement's amazing. It was actually on the back of a lot of pressure. Right. forced turnovers and we were just offside and we had, you know, Coxie's our ruck sliding forward and kicked yep. two good goals in the first quarter. And The pressure um, is
0: often the barometer for you guys.
1: Yeah, so we had 102 tackles on the weekend and uh, 103 and we lost by 11 points to a top four side who were missing a few players, but so were we. So I think Part I think side. the guys on the weekend for us, we played um, the brand of footy that we probably had to to be, try and be competitive, which was high pressure. Um, it worked early by getting out to a head start but then Geelong mm. probably absorbed it a bit better and then um, started playing a high stoppage game and Dangerfield went bananas in the third. <laughs> Without him we'd yeah. probably, you'd probably beat them. But you know to keep them to 70 points we only scored 59 ourselves but it wasn't yeah I was proud of the guys effort on the weekend with the high pressure and I thought for having young guys you know Josh Dacos first game Cal Brown going through the middle 10 um, tackles yeah cost. in his first game and it's yep. not something he's known for. Um, Coxie, Coxie is the number one ruck coming in and having I think he's had 95 hitouts in two games and kicked four goals. Is well, that where you see him playing? Eight contested marks. So there's opportunities that guys are grabbing and making the most of it.
2: Is that where you see Cox's best position? Good is question, it is it in the Co- ruck or <laughs> swinging him forward? Very or? good question.
1: Um, I think he's got the ability to do both. So, but he's got to start somewhere. Yeah, I think at um, least well, he's had cracks forward. He's had cracks now as a ruckman. Um, Better ruckman. I think he's shown more as a ruck. Yep. Um, and I suppose now with the last game coming up and things like that, it's a probably a good opportunity and I don't I'm not part of match committee but um, you know, to see how Coxie and Brody work again together. Mm. Against Max Gorn, do they try and tag team him or do we drop one or does Brody come Mason's straight back in and Coxie play. Yeah, I think Coxie Coxie would definitely play, that's yep. not the question. But it's yep. just how do you use him? So do we do you give Brody a go forward, see how Brody goes as a key forward for a weekend. Um, Coxie keeps rucking, so yeah. I just, it's interesting because we've got two really legitimately good rucks.
2: D Moore, who's also good in the ruck. Do you try swinging him centre half back? That's been thrown up a fair bit. Good question. Yeah, I, th- I think all that sort of stuff.
1: Now that you've got, if Darcy is relieved of that, then Coxie plays forward or Brody plays forward. Then Darcy might might even go to a wing. Mm. It's not like he's he's athletic enough to, to play he wherever. That, he sort of does that. He sort of does play wing so a bit. Anyway, get up um, could play back So yeah I think it's a It's almost like Having two rucks Gives you that flexibility Because Darcy's so athletic To move him wherever you want Yeah He's not going to be locked into just like a key post
0: The issue is I reckon if you're another team You're looking at Mason To potentially be Your number one ruckman Because He is having more impact In that role but he's very important for Collingwood from a list management perspective because you don't have an enormous amount of depth in that area. No. So he's got to stay, really. I don't know. He's probably weighing that up at the minute. Um, we talk about tanking and the draft lottery because... Um, I love the draft lottery. I've said this before. Well, tell me why. I think it just adds intrigue
1: into um, once the, the finals are... I mean, sorry, the, the ladder's sorted and you know who's going to finish where. It's not just foregone conclusion that... Oh, for example, Brisbane who have pick one and there's like a lottery system. So you know it's another event that you can mark. It' exciting, yeah. Um, get teams there and clubs there and the know, imagine. Play, yeah, I know the, the the one is what happens if ninth place gets pick one. Yeah, or Rich, well, say like Richmond last year or um, that's the that's the that's why it's the lottery. It's exciting. Yeah. So and it very rarely goes that way. It would be an emotional but, night. Yeah. Like so this this <laughs> week this week. Is it North and Brisbane are play- The winner yes. finishes second last and loses last. Yeah, so the loser is awarded for the number one pick. So, so I don't think it would be – is it that big of a deal? Like Because so, they know the outcome of that. So therefore, they could be like, oh, if one team drops a lot of players or puts a lot of players in for surgery, it looks like they're tanking. Yep. What happens if you had 500 balls in a lottery if you come last and 350 if you come second last? You Probably it's not worth rolling the
0: dice, is it? Yeah, and that's why it's um – It isn't crinkle-free because you could still tank to get more balls in the lottery. So it's not a perfect system. Yeah, but then if you go to the lottery and you don't even get it, you get fourth pick. Yeah, that'd be not ideal. And I think clubs at the bottom of the ladder, in the bottom three or bottom two in particular, need the draft rewards. And that's why, like Carlton, for example, they need a priority pick. clubs until Melvin tanked. Yeah. Does that help them, you reckon? Well, no, it's cost them dearly. Yeah. Clearly. Um. But you were you weren't. Were you taking with the priority pick? I'm trying to think. Oh uh, no. Daisy was. Daisy was. Daisy yeah. was picked two. That's worked. That worked out all right for the Pies didn't it?
1: Um. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Well, was I? Was I the first pick in the draft? For The
0: <laughs> Collingwood. You were five. You five. Fifth. Yeah. Slipped a bit. Um, the draft. And there's an interesting.
2: Because that basketball background.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and an interesting last one on this. Um. In terms of next year's fixture. Um, there is an interesting situation facing you guys in Hawthorne this week because if Collingwood, excited, finishes, oh yeah. <laughs> because if Collingwood finishes 13th, um, you get a major reward in terms of a much easier fixture next year um, as opposed to finishing 12th. So the biggest so difference... still have to play over I think once? I think the big difference is not who gets the number one pick Um, at the bottom of the ladder, although having the trade leverage for the preseason is interesting. um, I think one of the biggest differences throughout the whole ladder is exactly that that line between finishing 12th and 13th because you look at the draw that Richmond and Essendon had this year. They're both up playing finals. You guys got a really tough draw. I know we argued about this at the start of the year because you said a tough draw is a a myth. I reckon it's it's a huge factor in, in teams' prospects each year. Um, anyway, I, I enjoy, I've always said I enjoy playing the best sides. Yeah.
1: So, you know, if you get an easy draw and you get to finals, or perceived easy draw and you get to finals, what's it mean? Yeah, what's it mean? Mm-hmm. You've still got to beat the sides of the best.
0: So. Yeah. Let's talk about the finals, eh? Um we've Let's. gone th- we've gone through and done our uh predictions um for uh, September. So in a nutshell, the big game I guess this week which which we need to answer is GWS versus Geelong. Well Geelong versus GWS at Simmons Stadium. So how is that going to play out that game? Because that shapes then the top four. Well,
1: I think Geelong will win. They play that ground really well. Even without Sirwood? Yep. Even without Joel. They they beat Richmond down there without Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I'd be thinking If you just tag Dangerfield Yeah potentially But um, Harry Taylor Is fairly important Like he is probably The difference in the Richmond game So um, Yeah I think It'll be a good game It'll be a cracker game But I just think Geelong Be a bit too good Home deck Obviously helps down there And um, Noise of affirmation Yeah And they Get rewarded from the umpires (laughs) As you're Alluding to So Um
0: all right. Crows so Tigers. Wait we- a sec. I haven't finished with that one. If you were Ge- Geelong and GWS, because they could play then the following week in the first week of finals. Yeah. So do you show all your cards there or do you keep some stuff up your sleeve?
1: Um, oh, it's sort of – is Tom Hawkins back this week?
0: Yep. Yeah. So,
1: well, the obvious one for Geelong is they just they just want to win so they can secure top three. If they lose, they can drop, isn't it? Yep. So they have obviously got to show everything because they don't want to drop. Mm. and go, p- They don't probably want to go to Adelaide.
0: And play the Crows No did not one. So um, Prefer to have the home final If they win So have you got it um, So I've got You obviously think Melbourne uh, Collingwood will beat Melbourne At the weekend Correct yep. So I have 1v4 would be Crows Tigers Yep Adelaide
1: Oval Yeah Yeah. And who two would win v- that Crows Yep And then I've got 2v3 Would be Cats
0: Versus Giants Who would win that Cats again So you got Cats beating Geelong At Simmons Stadium Two weeks in a row Or I've got two Cats matches Cats beat- Cats beating Giants Sorry, Not Geelong, you said Kat's been in Geelong.
1: Would that be at Simmons? Been yeah. a long year. That would be... I don't know. Is it that's, well, hold on, let me go through it. Good because question, Cocker. Port would then play... That'd be five, would play Melbourne eight. Who would win that? Who is that? Adelaide? Yep. Mm, unsure. Ooh. Very unsure. Oh, a con- uh, unsure. Flip it, get, get off the fence. Melbourne, that makes, Melbourne. That makes for an
2: exciting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne. Melbourne will win. Yep. I, think,
1: I think Melbourne, if they... That week off, freshen up, because they're quite a young team. Yep. You can tell they're a bit banged up at the moment. Yep. Freshen up, come out. I think they'll surprise a few in finals because they, they play that high octane brand of footy. Mm-hmm. That I think a week off for them will be yep. worth probably a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. But if so they could be the Bulldogs. And then maybe. I just said they'll win the first final. I didn't say they'll go all the way. And then I've got Swans playing Essendon 6v7 And what's going to happen there? I think Sydney Because it'll be at the SCG yep. Although Essendon last time there yeah, Remember the they Goddard kick out oh, yeah. That one Very close game so Nearly one. Yeah Swans will win that though Because they're just in such good form But then So you've got all the finals Week 1
0: Bar the Geelong Interstate So that, that They would... have to play a game at the G yeah, That's right So that's interesting So Geelong want to hold, hold that game Obviously down at Simmons Stadium Where there is a huge home ground advantage But contractual obligations for the AFL mean that one game as you sort of say Victoria has to be played at the MCG so is that unfair then because Adelaide get a home ground
1: advantage Port get a home ground advantage Swans get a home ground advantage and then
0: Cats or well, you can have some home ground advantage mm. but not all of it I think it depends on the, the crowd what's the point of coming second yeah I think it depends on the crowd if you're going to get say upwards of if it was us versus
1: Geelong Conway versus Geelong 2v3 it has to be at the G because you've got to get everyone in yeah, yeah, but then that would be at your home ground. And that, that would disadvantage the higher team, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, but I think
0: it would probably be an easier pill to swallow for Geelong. Yeah. That there's going to be 100,000 people watching the game. Maybe the AFL's just got to come out and say, A, it's we, we're we doing this on fairness, or B, we're doing it for the money and crowd size. Maybe yeah. they've just got to show their cards, because yeah. at the moment you don't really know what yeah. they're... Um, uh, what their motivation what
2: is What's crowd size Geelong, Geelong GWS, Ge- remember, MCG yeah.
0: Remember Geelong Played Fremantle At Simmons Stadium And yeah. you know It was about 30,000 I think if uh, Geelong played GWS At the MCG It would be ugly And half filled And empty Unless you're expecting Like honestly 60 plus thousand then play it at Geelong Because the yeah. well, Simmons Stadium I mean how many Travelling fans Is GWS going to have anyway Maybe 2,000 Probably thousand. not many I mean the, the, the Last year's preliminary final Bulldogs versus GWS Was played at Spotless you know, which yeah. is probably about – was similar. So fair, they didn't play that game. at the SCG, yeah, which is which was a belter. What have you got? I got um, – so I got GWS beating Geelong this week. I reckon they tag Dangerfield, GWS as midfield yeah. and forward Arsenal. Yeah. Probably shades Geelong. So I think GWS can win this game. It's going to be a big step for their maturity. If they win that, then they're a huge chance for the flag. So it would be Adelaide, um, Adelaide versus Geelong, GWS versus Richmond at spotless. Richmond could lose that. Then what? I think Richmond would lose that, then Port versus Essendon and Sydney versus Melbourne. So I think Adelaide beat Geelong at home, GWS beat Richmond, Port v Essendon, Sydney beat Melbourne. And then that means that Richmond then, after losing the GWS, would then play at the MCG versus Sydney, which would obviously leave the big risk of going out in straight sets. Which uh, sound excited uh, by that? Is that. What do you, would you like to see that? Well, it would be a big story throughout the week, wouldn't it? Because they haven't won a final in, uh, what is it, 17 years, the Tigers? Just good
2: for a laugh, really. Oh,
0: mate. We've got to <laughs> crap on about something, don't we? Feed the chooks. Hey, big... Uh, <laughs> big. I'd kill to play in two finals. You would, Scotty. So.
1: How's your weight loss going, by the way? Um, incredible you look short. You do look much short. I've actually put on about a kilo and a half since we last spoke. So. Sort your stuff yeah, out, mate.
2: Geez. I'm going okay. Maybe you could mentor well, me through this. I've been series. able to do... Yes. Oh, I guess, mate, oh, no, I've been able to wake you the again.
1: Um, actually I come into the gym yesterday I up the arms Did you? I Sub- walked into the
0: gym Just to make it look like I was working a bit harder than I was so. Suburb rig style Yeah Yeah So Hey the big uh, big NBA news Breaking NBA news Breaking NBA news Yes that's right Is that there's A big trade done Kyrie Irving To Boston uh, Technically an Australian From Cleveland to Boston Technically <laughs> And uh, Isaiah Thomas Who has been The heart and soul Of the Celtic charge Gone to Cleveland A partner with Lebron uh, and potentially win another title? Who wins the trade, Scotty? I think
1: Boston win yep. because Kyrie with Brad Stevens, their coach, who's almost like the next Greg Popovich. Yep. You know, they play a really good team system. He's gonna. I think he'll transform Kyrie into a better player, not as individual, not as selfish all about. Well, how's his defensive skills? Are very poor. Mm. It gets exploited. Yeah, so I think that's – and then obviously IT going to Cavs those – Big. He can score. Yeah, he can score the the ball, and he's a great shooter. And it's doesn't a great need trade. to be. Yeah, it's huge. It's a big blockbuster. And I won they reckon D Wade's also going to get a buyout from Chicago because they're so young and they're go tanking to, pretty much. Go to Cleveland. Go to Cleveland. Ooh. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be another battle of the trying to catch Golden State. Though they're still in front by a long way. You seen anyone beating them? No, they can't. They're just going to get better again because they're going to get used to playing with each other. And the thing in the NBA is that side. Like, Players that are like veterans will go there on veteran minimum deals to get a a ring. So, they're getting good players as well that are taking massive pay cuts to go there. Kevin Durant took a $10 million a year pay cut to stay to keep everyone together. So it's helped enshrine his legacy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting couple of months of sport. I'm actually going over to China with my brothers to watch NBA preseason, doing a bit of travel on – uh, in China, Shanghai, to watch Golden State versus Minnesota. So we so are going to check over, out the club or? No. No, we're not checking out. I don't know, even know what Shanghai Sharks I think they are. Jimmy, Jimmy Fidette plays there. Do you remember him? Yeah. Pick Chicago? Um, yeah, he played at Chicago. He played everywhere. So we're going over there for four or five days after our best and fairest to
0: watch that. and Like a basketball promotion thing? Yeah, sort of. Going Sick. over there,
1: do a bit of content. Can I
0: come? Oh, uh, no. Damn. No. Can I I've got, my brothers are coming So yeah. Can you, can I be on standby yeah, yeah You can You can
1: be on standby My older brother <laughs> Actually brought... broke his leg Last weekend
0: Playing footy so. Critter Yeah he broke his leg so. Critter uh, I know doing... you'll be listening mate If you can't make it Yeah Jay Z's in <laughs> Hey lastly It's interesting The Dustin Martin situation At the moment So Here he goes It does look like That Richmond's best offer Is about 1.2 And that North Melbourne's Best offer Is about 1.5 Now times that By 7 years That's a 2 million dollar mil. Difference for Dusty. Now, I've thought all season that uh, that he's going to stay at Richmond because that's where he's playing his best footy. They look after him there, blah, 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 blah. If he goes to North Melbourne, they're going to be down the bottom for the next couple of years and he's going to get pretty heavily tagged and all that. But would $2 million be enough to change your mind? I reckon you'd be having a long, hard think about it. Oh, yeah.
1: I think he's been having a long, hard think for 23 weeks. Yeah. So I reckon he's um he'd know by now what he wants to do. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon he'll probably get announced within the next week or two over the break. Well, that would suggest he's staying. He's It'll playing like yeah. that. Oh, if you, do, if you don't hear anything till the end of season, you'll probably be thinking he's gone. But I don't know. He's playing. Such, he's playing such Smith good footy for us. He's, he's playing news. such good. He's playing such good footy at Richmond. Um, why would you go? Like, why would you? His career best form. Tell me if he wins a flag at Richmond, and you know he's the best player in the best team, and like, but I did know two million dollars, but. He'll make that back. Yeah, Maybe like merchandise. Is all that exactly that sort of right in the
0: Herald Sun column for us when he finishes.
1: No, up. I know that, but you know, like, imagine that. whatever
0: he wants to do. He's
1: be not going to be short of a dollar. Oh, so, come on,
2: James. Um,
1: yeah, like if he brought out his own t-shirt brand, for example, it's
2: in like, seven years is two million dollars. That's nothing, surely. It's like a little bit. When, <laughs> you know, nothing. Cocker. No, I want your payback. <laughs> yeah. Would you look back at the buddy trade and say that that was cheap? Now, in hindsight. Yeah, cheaper than we thought, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. surely if you oh, just keep yeah, complaining to the AFL nah, well TV yeah, the wages the numbers, just no.
1: Like the, the list management strategy, they wouldn't be like putting all their eggs in one basket and saying we just want they'll know that like in X amount of years that one point five is the new nine hundred thousand mm, yeah, dollars. So but they're not but yeah. He's got a lot to think about, clearly. It's a lot of money. Do you any, if
0: Richmond win the flag it makes it easier for him to
1: leave? No, it'd be more me personally if yeah. we won the flag it would make it harder to leave
0: okay. wouldn't you want to go again with the, with the boys again Bit of legacy. I would sort of think like you climb the mountain and now I want to climb another mountain of yeah cash.
1: well it's climbing mountains of cash, cash right? mountains. So yeah. Yeah. Uncle Scrooge well, he looks Scrooge like he's enjoying that? himself he in, the, in the coins yeah. in the gold he looks like he's enjoying himself which is what like an underrated thing like you can have all the money you want but if you're not enjoying yourself it's pretty looks tough like
0: times well he's
2: yeah. performed well under pressure yeah. yeah there's been a lot of pressure on him
0: last question on this we're going to wrap it up um Yes, I wonder in terms of the whole list North Melbourne's list management strategy, right? So whether you can whether one point five million dollars is too much on one player and then compromises your whole list strategy because you go back to the Hawthorne and Geelong model where a lot of players have sacrificed and have not taken more than seven hundred thousand dollars a year. That's why Buddy left, that's why Albert left. You know, so one point five million dollars really affects your ability, your, your list depth. So um, that would be my query on whether North Melbourne has actually gone too far. But, but that said, if you front-load it... Like I was going to say, North Melbourne also cleared out a lot of
1: players last year. So you front-end so the they deal. So they might front-end front the deal. Gee, it be a big first year. Yeah. Well, a dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow, isn't it? That's right, So Scott. they front-end it. The difference might... The $2 million difference might happen within two years. We're getting some financial Thanks, advice Scott. here. <laughs> yeah. So, well, that's, that's why good. clubs. But no, right? but seriously, like yeah. if you're if you're getting two million in your first year, opposed yeah, to two million in your seventh year, yeah, invest it, mate. Your two million dollars that you get next year is worth a lot more than the
0: two million you get in the seventh. And that is why Scott, that is why clubs, Scott, should use their future first round draft picks in advance. So this year, for example, right, if Collingwood used its future first-round draft pick, next year you have had the, the use of one more first-round draft pick than every year. And just every year you just keep tapping into that future first-round draft pick, and then you're always one ahead of the competition. like okay. it.
1: This management. Boom. <laughs>
0: Were you on the presentation last night? I didn't, but from <laughs> what I've seen this slide, morning, I, have, yeah. I have got the g- the general gist <laughs> of it. Eddie was on radio this morning and said he didn't um, give two hoots, but... I'm tipping him. I made a couple of phone calls last night.
2: Would you We'll touch on our um, social media. Uh, since oh, we, you're sending your all Australian. We got teams. Our all Australian teams and Free boots. You can't really touch on it, though, because and it hasn't been announced. No, but that's what Keep I'm. Keep sending them in. That's what I'm. Positive yeah. reinforcement. Yeah, yeah. Since you heaps. since you announced that you're going to give away. Pair of free boots yep. Signed by signed. Jay-Z well, I know that the public Is really the Public just exploded Yeah What people have been doing Is writing down Their all Australian teams, Screenshotting Putting it on Twitter A couple of very good ones Going through the uh, Collingwood website We've got a survey up On the website Yep um, Yeah and it's Been really good feedback Yeah just... Beautiful Positive reinforcement. So what? We'll go again. Go another week, and then we'll announce it through Pendle's social channels. That's what we'll do. Were
0: well, you doing some? You're doing something this week, Scotty? Too, aren't you? What's the go with that?
2: I am. I'm doing a
1: um, backstage press pass. So it's like Friday night. I've got a link. We'll post the link when we send out. Um, the podcast yeah. but for any fan that wants to jump on it's going to be a private Instagram account a chat with you is it? yeah it's going to be live chat with me so questions I'll answer your questions where are you going to be sitting on the couch or? sitting on the couch um, potentially with Jax I'm not sure if you'll be awake um, can but, we ask some questions? yeah but the thing is well, we want everyone to donate because all money is going to my room um, Great cause It is It's a children's cancer charity So um, So far we've got over 500 people On the Instagram account Yep um, So yeah The more people that can sign up And participate So it's going to be Pretty much like a pre-game Press conference with me But if you Log in and sign in You'll ask questions I'll answer your questions And then also A post-game one Saturday night So i um, looking forward to doing that and hopefully we can raise some good money for So where for can people room. hook
0: up? On your Instagram account?
1: Yeah, so we'll post the link. The link's sitting on my Instagram account. Mm-hmm. So jump on the link and we'll post it when we send out this
0: podcast. And the Collingwood website um, will also be something on there. Great Ooh.
2: initiative, Scott. Very well done. Yeah,
0: spot on, mate. Thanks, guys. Uh, supporting the kids in need. It's going to be
1: interesting doing this Potentially through the finals because we don't be talking about Collingwood as much, will we?
0: No, well, unless you have a new well, coach st- or Red Point or yeah, old coach, correct. and that might pop so,
1: up. Might, Collingwood's always in the new. We'll probably be more in-depth analysis of the game. Ooh, yes, we'll we'll I like, really like it. Really tap into one, get one, get of one of your weaknesses, that. Jay.
0: Deep dive stuff. <laughs> one of my weaknesses. Right, a <laughs> right, big guy. Who's the shortest price favourite to be best on on Sunday? Of the Collingwood team Who have you got here on I haven't Ex- even thought about it Come We've on like, mate We've got bigger fish to fry On Saturday mate Okay Got to get the result I'm going to go I'm going to go with I reckon Howie On the home deck <laughs> Home deck Is sort of your $3 setter um, I reckon Braden Maynard Would really be um, Is one to watch In that, in that market
1: no, He's pretty quiet Brozzy You know what it uh, yeah,
0: has got wild line fever But that's
1: about
2: it One he's of the guys quiet. When you watch a fight and They get riled up and want to fight, yeah. They just get pushy, shovey. Oh, well, that's just Taylor Adams, Have a lot a of that going week. on. Hey, yeah, 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 I reckon
0: Tay be a it's decent chance to fight the postman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks for joining us on the uh, Jock and Jono show. Uh, a lot of ground this week. Sending your tip from McGregor Mayweather. Want to know who you think uh will win, Coco Scotty? Oh, thank help you. us out Thanks on the Friday us.
2: tips because Pendle's finally lost one. Oh, yeah, I did. Did. it was. Good. The, the coffee, coffee ta- today? Does your coffee taste actually... It tastes better, it doesn't it? It was delicious. It tastes like... Thank you for that. Next right. level. Thanks, boys. See <laughs> See
0: ya.